Hey friend, welcome to Friday. You finished another week and thanks for joining me for Enough for Today. I'm honored that you would take time to watch this wherever, however, and whenever you're tracking with us. We're going through the Psalms on Enough for Today and maybe there's a friend that could be blessed by this 10 minutes a day together or eight minutes or maybe a little shorter today. But um, we've had a good week. We have been going through Psalm 36 and I hope that you're anticipating a great weekend and praying that God will work wonderfully in your heart and the hearts of other people. But today we're going to continue pressing through Psalm 36. Now, if you've missed any of this week, let me just implore you. Now, I don't always say this, okay? But uh, let me just implore you, go back and catch up because uh, especially from verse 5 forward, you just don't want to miss any word of this psalm. It is, it is just explosive with encouragement. So today we're moving into verse 8. Yesterday, oh my, I mean, uh, therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. We spent a whole time talking about that, and it was mind-blowing. So what happens when a person comes into the mercy and the faithfulness and the righteousness and the justice of God? What happens to that person other than preservation? In other words, God's going to provide and preserve that person and the experience, but what is the experience of the loving kindness of God? When you put your trust under the shadow of his wings, when you, when you fall onto God, on, onto Jesus, uh, what happens? Verse 8, they shall be abundantly satisfied. Do you see the abundance? We talked about it two days ago. They shall be abundantly satisfied with the fatness of, Okay, now we don't use that word the same way it's intended uh, to be used. The idea is to thrive, it's to flourish with health, it's to prosper, it's to be fully satisfied, it's to be absolutely soaked, okay, um, or completely covered. Um, it is, it's this picture, it's referring to fat, okay? But think, think of it this way, we think of fat as a bad thing, okay? Um, in terms of hum, you know the human body, but this is an agrarian culture, okay? That these scriptures went into, and so flocks and herds and cattle, this is their life. This is how they lived, um, tending and multiplying these animals. They they depended on this. This was their stock market. This was their corporate structure. This was their banking system. And so for animals to be fat, uh, it's, like, it's like the county fair. It's like winning the, the big, you know, the biggest pig, you know, ribbon. Uh, this was their flourishing. This was their abundance. This was their wealth. This was their provision. So the idea of fatness is abundance and it's wealth. It's, it's flourishing in every way. So... David says, when I put my trust in the shadow of God's wings, then my life is on a collision course with abundant satisfaction. What a contrast uh, when you think about the world we live in and the perpetual dissatisfaction. There's a book, and I forget the name of the author, called The American Paradox. And it's a brilliant book. It's a secular book, but it's a diagnosis of the fact that the, the more we have in America proliferation, the more... Uh, abundance, the more materialistic we are, the less happy we are. That um, we're a country of abundance 
and yet there's still the haves and have-nots and the suffering and the oppression of the poverty class. Um, and those that have the most are often the least satisfied. So where is satisfaction for the soul? Where is satisfaction for the fullness of life and the experience of abundance and flourishing of heart and being, really experiencing that New Testament life called Zoe or Zo-life, okay? It's with God. It's, it's with a relationship with God through Jesus that he and he alone can abundantly satisfy me with fatness, from his house, from his presence, from my experience of relationship with him. And by the way, that idea of house is temple. And that idea of temple brought into the New Testament. Um, I'm taught, the Apostle Paul wrote, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are his temple. So God says, I want to here it is. Bring this psalm forward into New Testament reality. And God says, you put your core trust into my mercy, my redemptive plan, my unfolding love for you, and you're going to be abundantly satisfied. And you're just going to be flourishing. You're going to be full from the inside out and from the heart and from the soul. You're going to be a flourishing person. Now, I want to pause there because it gets even better in the rest of verse 8. But let's just pause there and let's live in abundant satisfaction. Now, if you're not abundantly satisfied today, why? What has taken the place of God in your life that's eating up the satisfaction He wants to give you? That's something to think about. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.